You're listening to a Curry Mile podcast. The big dory. Yep. Ready to go. Jingi Walla, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Big Dory podcast and our first episode back for 2022. Happy New Year to everybody and Happy New Year to my my brother down there on Gadigal country, Luke Carroll. Uh, it's been a long time between yarns, but um, I'm really excited that uh, we get to do this all over again this year. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. I haven't seen you since last year. I know, you know? I know. How was <laughs> how ah oh, that dry dad joke? Here uh, we go. Dad joke. Oh, I'm calling dad jokes. First month of the year, yeah. all I'm doing is dad jokes. So you're following oh, Instagram, like Instagram stories are just dad jokes. So I apologise in advance, you mob. Uh, this is the first episode back, and then there may be more to come throughout the year. Yeah, so how was your in. how was your Christmas? How was your holidays? What have you been up to the past couple of weeks? No, I've had about a month off. I uh, went up to the Gold Coast, so Auntie Anna opened up the borders. Yes, and, she did. Um, she did indeed, so I was able to go up there with uh, uh, my little blended family that I'm, I've got now. I uh, know, beautiful, saw that, Dudley. Yes, yes, so I went up there and did all you know, the usual haunts that you do with kids, you know, your, your movie world, your sea world, your wet world, and oh, everything solid. else in between. So it was really good, and good to get away, you know, obviously. And borders being closed. Just yeah. Could be jumping a plane again and get the kids up there and have fun and not think about, you know, even though we are in a bit of a crazy situation at the moment, mm. the case numbers through the roof, but just not to think about that and live our, live our life basically. And, yeah. And learn to live with it. Well, that's it. Not quite back to normal life. I don't think we'll ever will be, but um, some kind of normalcy anyway, being able to travel and, you know, spend time with loved ones. So. Uh, it's been a it's been a good couple of weeks. So, big year coming up for you, I'm sure. Um, you know, we've we've yarned about bits and pieces that's happening with you. But what have you got coming up this year? Yeah, I'm currently in rehearsals for a theatre show down at Belvoir Street Theatre Company in Sydney. Deadly. Caught uh, at what cost? So we're uh, in our second week of rehearsal. It was supposed to be up on its feet last year in August, but COVID hit. So we're back. Mm. Uh, they found a spot for us uh, for this season. And, we're starting, we're the second production for the company, so we'll be the next week and then we'll be opening on the 2nd of February, so exciting times and now we've got a, a new cast member come in because another cast member was not available yeah. due to a crash. And how, um, long, that's great. how long does the show go for? How? Uh, so we open on the 2nd of February and run until the 20th of February, so. Oh, uh, deadly. A few weeks. And we've got a few previews before that, yeah, from the 29th of January, so. It's looking good. It's a, you know, it's a uh, Tasmanian story, Palawa story. Deadly. Um, it's about, uh, about identifying um, mm. and who, and claimers. That's a term that we're using in the show, claimers. Yeah, yeah. Ticker boxes, ticker boxes. So it's very interesting. Um, and if I, what have you been up to, man? How was your Christmas? Oh, look, I um I took an extra week off, which is very rare for me. So um, we shut down for two weeks and then I decided to take an extra week off uh, just to spend time with the family. And um, that week, that, that extra week that I took off, we went camping in torrential rain. So we caught the back of the little cyclone that ran through Coffs Harbour. So we're down there on Gombenge country, which was beautiful. Um, yeah. Even though it was, you know, the rain, the mud, the leaky camper trailers and leaky tents, but there was a few of us down there with our families and 
I think there was about 14 kids in total running around. So doing head counts every five minutes. But, um, yeah, yeah, but you know what, it's, it's about the kids. It's about, you know, giving them the experience and letting them run wild. So it was a, it was a really good week and, um, we were down there for five days. So it was beautiful. And then back in, back into the office and full steam ahead and lots, uh, to look forward to this year. Um, but on this particular episode, our first episode back, we wanted to have a yarn with, the CEO of, of Koori Radio down there on, on Gadigal Country, based in, in Redfern, uh, Tem Leha. We wanted to have a yarn to him. Uh, talking about Yarbin, 20 years of Yarbin this year, next week, actually. Uh, and, and wanted to, to see how the preparations were going for Yarbin, obviously in light of, of the COVID situation, but but talk about the history and the legacy of Yarbin and really celebrate uh, this 20 years of Yarbin. So we are very excited to, to welcome Tim to the to the podcast. And um, how you been, brother? How's things? Uh, hi, hi, Nay. Hi, Luke. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, you know, doing okay. A little bit busy. Oh, you know, Can imagine. Crazy, crazy busy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird how, like... Um, our ordinary kind of busy lives just kind of like, you know, still have to get go, keep going while we're, we're still living under pandemic conditions. And every time we feel we can kind of breathe out, mm. <laughs> um, so, you know, some, something else happens that we have to respond to. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's interesting. It's like every every day or <laughs> a couple of times a day, there's something else to, um, you know, another challenge to meet. Mm, that's right. Well, speaking of challenges... How's uh, City Council been in terms of, uh, you know, you guys preparing for, for Yarbin, 20 years of Yarbin, and how do you see uh, next week unfolding in light of that? Yeah, we, um, you know, we, we, we do the event in Victoria Park in Broadway or Chippendale or Camperdown, depending, like, the park's a triangle, whichever board you're on, yes. you're in a different suburb. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, everyone, everyone's claiming it. Everybody's claiming it. <laughs> yeah, it, it. It makes it hard to like, you know, tell people where it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you'll see, like, over the last twenty years, you know, like some posters will say Chippendale and some will say Camperdown. Um, I think at the moment we say Broadway. I didn't like, you know, twenty, twenty, thirty years ago. I didn't even know Broadway was a suburb. I just thought it was a street. Yeah, shopping centre. Yeah, me. I thought it was a shopping centre. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you think like, yeah, you think Glees is there, but you know, there's something <laughs> between. But um, yeah. So whatever whatever the suburb it's in, like it, it's it's city of Sydney. I, I guess it's the mm. local government area that um is who you know who we negotiate with. They're actually our major our major supporter. Like mm. they're our chief sponsor year in and year out, and we're very grateful for that support. Uh, and um, I guess what has been really pleasant for us is that um they've been very flexible. Like everyone. You know, whether you're, you know, an individual or a private business, or or it seems like a government department, <laughs> or or a part of government, like every, there's so much uncertainty. Mm. Like even if you like, if you read like, you know, the you know the public health orders, like I don't know about you, but I, I seem to keep finding typos and things <laughs> in there. Like, <laughs> you know, they they tell us they tell us that um. You know, live events are, are you know are, are good to go ahead in January, but you know, mm. but, but you know, but there's a caveat that you have to speak to you know, New South Wales Health or mm. you know which other other kind of stakeholder, and it, you know, you kind of need to like, even though you need to respond quickly, you kind of like need to allow a bit of time for the news to have trickled down <laughs> to the people who actually like you know oversee it. 
Yeah. You know, so even though like we're trying to be, I guess, as um, as agile as possible, uh, you know, I have found that we kind of have to wait and see um, that that the people that we're, we're dealing with that they have certainty of 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 how how what's been announced is being interpreted. Mm, that's uh, right. Yeah, and 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 then some things like I see where I kind of think. Mm, this is the first draft. I might wait a little bit to see if they rethink and go, you know what, you know, this needs to be tweaked. So Yeah, it's almost a given that when planning an event now that you do have to have the first and the second drafts, the backup plans, the plan A's and the plan B's, which I know that you... Oh, we're down at like, we're like yeah, F or G right now. <laughs> yeah, like... working your way down the alphabet. Um, so maybe talk us through about, I guess, in terms of your rollout for the day, what you're, you're hoping will go ahead and will still go ahead. I know we talked about this the other week and uh, you were pretty confident that things were still able to go ahead um, on the ground so that people can attend in person and, and, and share in the day. But... Um, what other plans have you got in place? So, um, from the very beginning of, of, of this year, we uh, we were always looking at having a plan A and a plan B at, at a minimum. We mm. we always knew that uh, the delivery of the festival last year uh, in in twenty twenty one, where you know back you know when. Uh, I guess New South Wales had, had avoided the the worst aspects of lockdowns. Um, but we still didn't have a, a vaccination um, mm. program. Like vaccines were available in the world, but not in New South Wales. And um, and so there, there was like very um, like strict rules mm. around what we could and couldn't do back then. Uh, we like we weren't allowed to have more than a hundred people in Victoria Park. Mm. And, not going to happen. Like, was never going to yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, and so like we uh, we looked at it then, and we thought. Uh, like, you know, I went through the process of like, should we even go ahead? Should we, should we do what the knockout's done? And, mm. and so many other events like NADOC week last year is done. And, um, should we, like, you know, should we go ahead or not? And I guess with us and with Yarvin, you know, we, we like, we do see Yarvin as, I guess, a special contribution for the local community to be able to have somewhere that they can gather on January 26th, you know, without having like, Australian flags, you know, you know, in their faces everywhere, and mm. unfortunately, a lot of like the poor behaviour that that comes on that day, <laughs> you know, yeah, totally. which, which 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 for, for so many mob, you know, like like January twenty six, I guess it's um <clears throat> it reminds me of like um the proverbial elephant with like you know different blind men, you know, grabbing different aspects of it. It's like you know people, you know, you know people, you know, I guess hold it in esteem in different ways, mm. you know, you know, and. And you know, our, our mobs are so diverse that, you know, for some people, you know, it is um, a day of mourning. You know, it's a day of observation. Mm. Uh, you know, for others, it's a political day. It's invasion day. It's, it's um, you know, it, it's all of that. And for others, you know, it's survival. It's about, mm. you know, being proud of being who we are, of being, the, you know, the longest continuing culture on the planet and continuing our survival, which is no small thing. That's right. Uh, and so, you know, we, we try to, I guess, be that space in Sydney, you know, at, you know, everyone talks about, you know, January 26 as being like either like Invasion Day or, or however you see it. But like, you know, that that happened here in Sydney. You know, mm. those ripples were felt across the continent and, you know, and, and people have their own special kind of like meaning attached to the date, you know, you know, because of that and where they are. But like, you know, Sydney, I guess, 
is that you know that significant place from, mm. from how, how we see it because because we've had to you know put up with the impacts of of Colleen um, longer than anyone else. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Remember when? Um, remember when they had, before it was named Yarbin, and they had the, mm. the survival day. And I think one of the earliest memories I have of, of attending one, God, I was young back then. Mm. Uh, was <laughs> we go way back. Now. We, we go way back. And and this we is where there, we? well, I'm segueing. <laughs> I'm I'm throwing it over to you here, Luke, because um, <laughs> do you remember when it was over at um, Waverley? Oh, I certainly do. Yeah, yeah like remember, <laughs> remember that vibe, that whole vibe over there, and um, you know, and just obviously wanting to talk about the history of you know Survival Day and and Yarbin, but you know, mm. going back to those days, like, what are your you know kind of highlights and memories of of just how significant and like you said, Tim, um, important mm. this day is to bring everybody together in a space where we can own it for what it means to us. So, um, yeah, Luke, what can you remember oh, those days? <laughs> oh, most definitely. Oh, well, we, I know we're going even further back, I think, for me. But, um, <laughs> nah, good memories, you know. Um, and for those listening, uh, I don't know what Yarbin is. It's you know, a big day of celebration. It's, uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really, really sort of inclusive and safe environment for people to come along um, immerse themselves in agriculture. You know, we have our bands playing. They have cultural events happening. There's a big dance circle usually. Uh, and there's a lot of stalls, Aboriginal uh, storeholders, mm. uh, trade black, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah. it's a great day. Um, and obviously, I've been amongst it since it's actually uh, out at La Perouse, even before Waverley. Yeah, that's right. La Perouse, yeah, at Yarra Bay Oval there. Mm. Oh, it was the best because, you know, usually it's January, it's hot. Usually, you know, thirty plus degrees, and it's a hot day. So when I was out at La Perouse, it was great because you can go down to Yarra Bay and have a swim and cool off in between band playing. Um, mm. Fantastic memories. I was thinking back then, and you know, young mum, uh, being proud of who I am, and mixing the mob, and you know, mob will come down from the country and attend it. It's one of the events that I haven't seen a bigger event around the country. Um, in terms of celebrating the Aboriginal culture on Survival Day than than Yarbin and and its growth over the years. I mean, Tendenya yeah. does a good event down in Adelaide, but I think there's no, no better event in the country than Yarbin. Mm. Um, it's grown over the years, it's just getting bigger or better, and um, it's a great day. It's a, it's a big, it's a long day, but it's a great day of celebration. Well, you know, that's celebrating right. survival and us, uh, yeah. And um, so yeah, Waverley went to Waverley after that, Waverley Oval. Which is a uh, you know uh, in eastern suburbs there down just up the road from Monroe Beach. And mm. I was there for a few years, and then we moved to Redfern Park, I believe. Oh yeah, I remember the I remember the one at, the ones at Redfern Park. I remember that. Yeah, uh, that's where I first hosted my first yarbin. Was at uh, yeah two thousand and five, I think. I hosted the yarbin fresh for coming down from the Torres Strait Islands doing a TV show. So I was, I was yeah, trained to it and I loved it. And <laughs> up on stage and seeing the mob so proud was just amazing. And then I moved over to, of course, the Torrey Park where I as a home. It's great. And you mentioned, you know, the growth of of, um, of the day and, uh, you know, and that obviously comes back to the to the team over the years down there at Koori Radio and the vision. And, and I think, you know, it's exciting to to see that growth continue and the different, um, 
I guess, uh, you know, concepts that have been brought in, uh, you know, to the day, the talking tent, the elders tent, the things for the kids on the day, uh, you know, focusing on getting out some really key messages into our communities um, through the the stall holders and, and speakers and bringing some of those issues to conversation in person, I think is is really great. So even though it's a it's a massive day, it's definitely jam packed full with, uh, you know, amazing content. Not just the music and uh, you know, in the dance components, there's um a lot of other stuff that can can really uh, you you know you can take away from the day. Um, so I guess in terms of of planning for you know for this year, uh, Tim, what have been I I guess some of the wins and maybe some of the losses. Uh, you know, given the uh, the COVID situation over the past 12 months since last year's um, uh, virtual festival? Mm, yeah, I can I can say that uh, what, what what our plans a month ago, before mm-hmm. December 15, lo- looked a lot different to yeah. <laughs> you know, what they've been looking like every year, every week of this year. It seems, mm-hmm. um, you know, we... We kind of have a, have a plan in place, and every time there's a new announcement or you know new developments happen in the community, uh, we, we reassess mm-hmm. <laughs> and we go, uh, are we uh, you know are our current plans you know meeting the needs that are currently in front of us, mm-hmm. uh, and do we need to pivot? Uh, yeah. And so uh, we only just recently, like last week, um, we were looking to have. You know, a, a, a safe approach, but like an approach where we were able to have our live music performances in the park. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, in the last few days, we have had to pivot with that. Mm. So um, we've we've always um, had, I guess, the Seymour Centre, which is across the road from where we, you know, Victoria Park. Mm. We've had that uh, as a safety precaution in case we did need to pivot, and then the rules from last week uh, that expanded to limitations on, on people attending events, being able to sing and dance in public. Yeah. Uh, you know, that coupled with, I guess, the expectation where we would re- be responsible for policing, <laughs> whether or not people are, you know, singing and dancing in front of our stage. Mm. Um, you know, we're not, ex- you know, we're not exactly a church, so I don't think we're going to get away well... with that in fines. It was on the tip of my tongue. You went there and I'm going to go there with you. How, oh, just mind-blowing, mind-blowing that 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 kind of stuff is just hypocritical and, uh, you know, really, just really sad that, uh, you know, the the legacy and the history of of Yarvin um, just, you know, um, while these restrictions are in place, just will never feel the same as if we were all there in person. You know, drooling over Dan Sultan, rocking it out on the on the stage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I basically, I, I'd say that um, for New Year's, I was I was down on the block, hanging out with with family, mm. and uh, you know, and the streets were full, you know, of people in the community, but like. A lot of like not indigenous folks walking up and down, you know, past the houses, you know, on the block, um, to head to Victoria Park, <laughs> where there was a uh, a private event for thousands of people to gather and watch fireworks. Was. Of course. And and you know, you know, just hearing you know people you know in the community you know talking about how 
how come these other ones get to do all this stuff and yet we can't have <laughs> you know i like i defer to my board uh to to actually make the call on like whether we we do pivot and go back to a very restricted um delivery like uh, we did in 2021 or or whether you know we try and follow the rules that are in front of us mm. we try and embrace the new normal we've been told to uh, and you know to be that space where where mob can come together you know after like a challenging last two years but an awful like last six months you know like like lockdowns came in in a very severe way mm. in, you know in Sydney uh, you know for an extended period just on NADOC week and unlike in 2021 we haven't been able to you know have NADOC come back in November or anything like that because. Mm things have, you know, have been drawn out in the way that they have. And so, you know, we, we, we understand that this is our 20th Yarden. Yeah. Um, and we see, you know, what we do, I guess, as an important contribution, you know, to the community on, on, on a really challenging day. And, you know, we, 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 we still want to, and our board have decided they want to, you know, within all the rules and taking as many precautions as we can uh, to be that, that place you know that one that that community know is a is a safe place to be on that day, but also like to be that opportunity for mob to come together face to face again. And That's right. Even though we've we we're, we're having to move the music stage into the Everest, which unfortunately it's 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 going to be a great day for people who can get tickets into that, but we mm. have to restrict tickets and the capacity of that theatre is 500. So uh. we'll, be, we'll be having tickets available online for that. We, we're doing, you know, expressions of interest. We want to make sure as many blackfellas as possible can get in there because the last thing, you know, I want is, you know, for, you know, tickets to be just, like, snapped up, mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and not, yeah. You know, and, and not, you know, not, you know, not having opportunity for the people who, for whom Yarpen is really special. You know, yeah, really right. exactly right. To be able to yeah. come. But across the road in Victoria Park, uh, we'll still have, like, we've still got, like, dozens of stalls coming in, Indigenous businesses. We'll still have the Corroboree Ground, which will be going to be Great. moving to the central awesome. focus point of the day. We'll have, uh, I think, like, six groups from, like, Indigenous groups from around New South Wales coming together, as well as some guest groups as well. And we've got a full program that'll take us from midday through to 8.30, uh, it'll be the first time I like I can remember us going into the evening, and yeah. you know, we're looking to close the festival with a um a sunset ceremony. You know, sunsets at eight oh six, so that'll start at eight o'clock, and we're looking to invite uh you know you know some of the dance groups that have been there throughout the day, mm. some of the artists who've been on the Yarden stage, you know, to come in and be a part of that as well, and maybe some guests, and and have like a really you know special way to sign out. Um, for the festival for for its 20th. Like last last week, to be honest, we were going to go till 10 p.m. Like we had a huge plan that unfortunately we've had to kind of bring mm. back because um, you know you know pair it back a little bit because unfortunately uh, you know one you know meeting meeting the obligations you know we try and do as much as we can and and you know and then more you know we want to make sure mob are safe when we ask them to come together face to face, but like. Everything just costs so much more, you know. Like we're already we're always on a public holiday, you know. People 
you know, always think, oh, Yavin, you know, it's a big name. Then maybe they've got big, you know, deep pockets. No. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, you know, we, we have to contend with, you know, what we, what we call the Yavin tax. In a lot of these but also well. to, like, to work within the COVID restrictions, that takes extra planning, extra resources, extra so money. Much. You know, it's you actually quite exhausting. And I say that because, you know, COVID obviously interrupted some of the Kurimal's 30-year celebration activities last year. Uh, which we we ended up just can you know cancelling for the moment altogether and didn't roll them out uh, last year at any time. Uh, hopefully we can roll them out this year um, if things get better. But um, you know just the thought of trying to work within the guidelines was actually a lot more work than you know planning it under normal circumstances. So can completely yeah. uh, sympathise with you there, brother, and really appreciate the work that your team has done, uh, you know, your board and your staff and everybody else involved to still, you know, try and bring something to the community. I think, um, you know, it's uh, it's something that the community would appreciate. Yeah. 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 And I was just surprising to hear that, yeah, that I've been up there at the Troy Park a couple of weeks ago, you said the museum, fireworks and stuff, but... Even more surprising that there was white folks walking through the block at Riverside. <laughs> 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 oh, I tell you what, I grew up there in the eighties and nineties, and that would never. Oh, look. <laughs> so that's a positive, I suppose. Redfern's Instagrammable now <laughs> to all, all the other mob who never wanted to be be down at the block any other any other year. So everybody's yeah. flocking to the block now, but um. You know, I think um, if anybody who's listening, uh, this is really important information for them to know. We, we we wanted to get you on the show so that you can let people know that, uh, you know, in some capacity, there's still going to be Yarban activities held on the 26th of January in Sydney. Um, our, our listeners can head to the Koori Radio website and follow the links to Yarban. They can check out the Koori Radio Facebook pages and Yarban Facebook pages the Koori Mail has always been a, um, a long-standing supporter um, of Yarbin and the Koori Radio's uh, initiatives to deliver Yarbin. Uh, so we, you know, we really appreciate the partnerships over the years. We're, we've always been at Yarbin. We've always had a store. We've always had coverage. So we will bring that coverage to the Koori Mail the best way that we can under the circumstances. But um, Really important for Mob to know that they can still engage in uh, Yarbin this year in some way. Yeah, I guess one thing I'd add, um, though, is that um, like, just like last year, we're going to have live video streams from our different spaces. So Deadly. we'll have we'll have um, like multi-cam HD live streams coming from the Speak Out, from the Yarbin stage with all the music performances, and from the Crawberry Ground. Mm. We're going to have a screen in the park. So... Um, and we're programming an off and on kind of thing so that uh, the Crawberry Ground will be performing when the changeovers are happening in the music stage. So people in the in the theatre or watching online, they can they're not going to miss out. They can watch both the the music performances and the choro. Uh, but also people who are actually in Victoria Park, there'll be a screen for them to watch the music performances as well. Definitely. But if you come to if you come to the park, we've got a special program. Uh, to keep people engaged um, in those changeovers as well, so um, it'll be it'll be a different experience um, in the park, but there'll be there'll be more to do and more hands-on to do. Yeah, uh, obviously in a COVID-safe way. And what I've been telling people, and you know, in Sydney, but it works for people wherever they are in the country, is that like 
you know, if you can't come or you don't feel safe or, you know, if you have symptoms on the day, if you're so excited to come but you'll wake up at Wednesday next week with a bit of a sniffles or any of the other kind of, you know, risks that are there, we're, we're inviting people to stay at home or wherever mm. they are and head to, you know, you can come through the Crew Radio website or yarvin.org.au and you'll be able to watch the live streams there. And just like at a festival, you can like spend some time watching the music and then duck over and see what's happening with the speak out panels, the discussions, and then maybe duck over and check out what's happening at the current corroboree. Um, so that'll all be on our website. Uh, but also, you know, we do every year we're there on 93.7 FM in Sydney uh, on Crew Radio. Uh, and, and, and I feel, I, I understand that that can be picked up uh, by local you know, stations across the country via NERS. Yep. Otherwise, head, head to like our Crew Radio app or YouTube or iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to Crew Radio, you'll be able to shoot in on the day as well. Deadly. Hey. Deadly, brother. What? Hey, most, most important question. I think I think we're great minds think alike here, and I was just yeah. going to say, asking for a friend, that friend being Luke. Go on, you go. What's the lineup, brother? What do you got for us in this twenty years of the album? Who have we got? Oh, I was talking about the after party. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the after party. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go in most important order first. Yeah, um, yeah, most sensible go, order. Shut up, Naomi. Yeah, <laughs> so, 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 what I was going to say, no, it's like uh, at this stage. Uh, we, we're still kind of like looking at the rules around an after party. If we do do one, it'll, it will be it will be a bit more subdued because hospitality venues, indoor venues are still subject to restrictions on singing and dancing. So even if we were to get like a big name to, to you know, at the after party, like people would still have to sit down. And if Dan Sultan was performing at the after party, this titter ain't sitting down. So <laughs> better for me to stay home, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, like, you know, you know, people can like assess themselves and which way they want to be a part of it. But, but the key point is that like you can be a part of it in the park, at the Seymour Centre mm. or wherever you are with an internet connection. Deadly. Uh, but um, the lineup, uh, yeah, we, we've, we've got a mix of names, old and new. Uh, so the Donovans uh, will be there uh, mm. as well as Cole Hardy with the band. Uh, and oh, yeah. uh, we have, um, you know, having a throwback back to 2003 in Waverley, we have both Shakaya and Stiftian, oh, who are the very come first yard. Oh, titters, yes. Taking it back to the old school, Stop right? calling yeah. me, calling yeah, me. Yeah, like we, we want to really celebrate, you know, the fact <laughs> that it's our 20th anniversary and, like, it was so important for us to make sure that there were some performers who were there back, back, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, they're coming back again today. So, Chicago, they're coming down from Cairns. Speaking of people travelling from Adelaide, we've got Coloured Stone coming in. Oh, solid. I'm very excited to actually see them for the first time. I can't believe I haven't seen them in person before, so Deadly. we'll see if I can find my way out from, out from outside of a, an office where <laughs> 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 I tend to spend most of the festival these days. Yeah. Uh, um, and also, I guess like we have people like Lauren Ryan, uh, you know, oh, she brought that up last year, we've had her high rotation uh, in the last couple of months. Uh, Pira will be there, you know. I, you know, I know that they're, they're, they're another group that, you know, would maybe tempt people to dance, so I'm, yeah. I'm hoping. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we've got them on just before Chikaya, so that should be a, um, you know, 
you know, a really, you know, a nice, I guess, change of speed. Yeah. Uh, nice. we, we, we have we have some other people we haven't announced yet. Okay, so definitely. We'll, we'll, we're, we're holding off, you know, for the next um, couple of days. But, yeah, we'll have a full line-up um, on that music stage from going, pretty much going from midday right through to uh, towards, towards 8 o'clock before the sunset ceremony. Wow. Uh, Beautiful. One thing I would say is that... Um, with this, you know, it being our 20th anniversary, I wanted to recenter the fact that, um, you know, the name like Yarvin or you know Yarvon, um, I think as it would, you know, more accurately be pronounced, uh, you know, its its meaning comes from being, uh, you know, in the in the Sydney language, um, song to a beat or music to a beat, uh, and um, you know. It, it gets its name, I think, from the very first um, compilation CD that Career Radio put out back in 2000. Uh, and uh, I guess it, it, it stepped in to fill fill the gap that was, you know, left behind when Survival Day concert um, was discontinued. And I'm like, Luke, I, I remember Survival Day. Like, for me, January 26th was all about being at LARPA, <laughs> you know, when I was yeah. and, um, To the point where, like, I kind of, like, you know almost like, you know, avoided, you know, anything else. Like when it moved to Waverley and Redfern, I'm like, oh, but it's not the same. I didn't like it when they moved it across the road in Lava. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I preferred it by the water. <laughs> you know, cause yeah. I, I mean, I grew up on the South South Coast, so, you know, I'm a bit of a coastie mm-hmm. and all that. So, um, you know, very much um, used to like that, you know, that event um, when, when it was there by the water. Uh, but, um so yeah, so you know, as part of celebrating music and, and things like that, we um, we're actually inviting a lot of the people performing on our, our on our main stage to actually be part of the speak up. Yeah, and definitely. So, so the speak up panels, um, the first one is really concentrating on you know legacy, I guess the fact mm. that like this is our twenty years and you know so many programs is like you know are short term they get kind of like pilot funded and discontinued and yep. you know like you know you guys are just celebrating for 30 years Gadigal, we celebrate our 30 years this year yeah uh, definitely and, and i think it's so important um to celebrate you know this you know be, you know being able to have that ongoing impact and and consider you know you know like you get lost in the work that you do today that you you don't you know so you sometimes you forget that like this is going to have impact for the generations that are coming through and mm. you know and and even for us here now like you know there's been so many people who've come through the doors here at Query Radio that have kind of like you know you know kept moving this forward and mm. you know and and growing it you know and 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 having that you know maintaining that relevance for the community and stuff like that so uh, on the on those panels. Uh, where, you know, the first panel legacy is that people who, I guess, blaze the trail. So we're looking at having people like Cole Hardy and we're going to have someone from the Tend Embassy because obviously it's also 50 years of the Tend Embassy. Absolutely, uh, yeah. you, know, you know, so I think like Cole Hardy and maybe, maybe Vixens. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say. We we have a Sounds of Freedom showcase that we're doing on the Yarpen stage as well. And and the Sounds of Freedom was, it's a club career that we put on in May last year at the Opera House. We partnered with Kinsella Boys Home, Aboriginal Corporation. For Sorry Day, and we, what we did was we had a a club curry where we had artists who, like all of the people who were performing, the singers and the dancers, were all people who were personally impacted by mm. the stolen generations, like survivors and their descendants. And so 
Uh, we had, you know, gentlemen, you know, from Kingsley Boys Home, some women who were impacted through Kudamundra or many of the dozens of like institutions in Sydney that, mm-hmm. you know, contributed towards the stolen generations. And so, um, you know, Uncle Vic Sims and his band were there. You know, Deadly. he had his own own personal story um, of being you know, of institutionalisation, I guess, as part of the stolen generation. Uh, Nadina Dixon uh, was there with her mother, uh, you know, and, uh, Johnny Huckle uh, as well, his mother was taken from Kudamundra. They were all there. And so, you know, that, that at the Opera House, it went for three hours because Beautiful. we wanted everyone to have their space. So what, we, what we've done is we've, we, we've invited, you know, some of the highlights from that performance to come and be show, showcased at Yarbrough because, you know, so many of these things around, you know, around Stone Generations, it's like, you know, it might get talked about in February for the apology anniversary or May for Sorry Day. But, you know, obviously these issues, you know, even though there was an apology, like a lot of people think, oh, that problem's done and dusted. We can walk away and move on to the next thing. But like, for the people who have that lived experience, it's an ongoing thing. And, you know, um, I thought this would be a great opportunity to showcase that, like, you know, these stories are important and they're not very important, you know, beyond just on Sorry Day. And it's, it's so important, I feel, to give a space to people who have been personally impacted to tell their stories. And so, mm. so that, that's going to be a really special showcase. You know, we've got um, Uncle Vic's band, we're there supporting, you know, some of the you know, singers from, from Kinshaw, but also, yeah, Johnny Huckle and Adina Dixon. It'll be, it'll be a great, uh, you know, a great thing to see. Um, and so, yeah, so we've got Uncle Vic and Cole Hardy on that panel. We've got, you know, our, our drive presenter for making tracks, you know, um, Monkey Muck. Yeah. Uh, He'll be um, leading a panel, you know, exploring Yarbun, you know, Yarbun. It's, uh, you know, we want to, we're exploring black music, you know, you know, where it's, where it's come from and, and where it's going over the next 20 years. And so, you know, for that panel, like, I think I can, I think it's locked in, I can announce that. It's like, we'll have Arnie Marlene Cummins, uh, oh, you, know, you know, on that panel, Bunnel Laurie from Coloured Stone and, 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 and Nadia and Kalina from Stitchings. We'll be there to talk about black music. So, um, yeah, we, we really are looking at incorporating um, music through all the different parts of that, which, you know, to be honest, it's like made my heart sink when they said we can't have singing and dance. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, I know. Dis- disappointing. But, you know, um, uh, really want to congratulate you on, you know, you keep pushing through. Like I said, uh, all credit to the board down there and the team behind you and everybody else involved, the community support uh, you know, everybody that's volunteered and helped supported the Yarbin, uh, you know, day over the past 20 years. And even though things are transforming or changing according to what's happening in the world, uh, we can't escape that. But the main thing is, is that we're still bringing something um, for the communities to participate in. Like you said, celebrating black music, celebrating Yarbin and the and the origins behind that name and uh, bringing conversations to the table and now to the uh, online links and every and the lives and everything else that you can do to tune in. So, uh, you know, just want to say big congratulations. Well done on the work that's, you know, been put in um, to deliver next week's activities. And, uh, and you know, hopefully this time next year things again will change, hopefully for the better. But um, really want to thank you for joining us today, Tim. Yes, thanks, brother. And just, yeah, listeners too, also there's another ceremony happening down on Survival Day down at Barangaroo in Sydney. If you come on down there, I'll be hosting that. It's a live-to-air event on ABC, uh, screened nationally. 
from about 7 to the 8 a.m. So, but if you're in the area and you're in Sydney, come on down. We've got a beautiful way to start the day uh, and uh, celebrating our survival on the 26th of January. So, uh, yes, come on down, come on down. It's called the Woolgalora Ceremony, the Woolgalora Ceremony. Deadly. All information about what's happening on the day in the City of Sydney can be found on the City of Sydney website. Uh, check out the links uh, there, especially what's happening down there at Brangaroo with the uh, the morning um, visual, vigil activities and what will be happening throughout the day down there as well. So, again, big thanks to have my two brothers on air. Um, it's been a long time between yarns, I know. Um, long time between drinks, as they say, but hopefully we'll get to catch up uh you know, very soon and have some yarns and some laughs. Hope everybody uh, enjoys their day and uh, that you stay safe and uh, we continue to celebrate the importance of this day for our people in the ways that uh, that we know how. So, big thank you. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Stop calling me, calling me. Please stop stalking me, stalking me. Just a fantasy, fantasy that you have now don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button on your screen to stay up to date with the Big Dory's latest podcast and make sure you rate this episode for us. You can find links to all of our socials and website information in the show description. Also in the show description, you could find links to the Yarbon website, to the Koori Radio website and also the City of Sydney website to find all the information about what's happening on January 26th. We acknowledge that today's podcast was recorded on the lands of the Widjibawaiwal people of the Bundjalung Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, both past and present, and we acknowledge their families and communities. The Koori Mail is proudly based on the Widjibawaiwal lands of the Bundjalung Nation. Stalking me, stalking me, just a fantasy, fantasy that you have.